and you, it's not going to be a good idea if you're the leader, if you're uh, leading out from the front, but you're creating so much change that no one can keep up with you. And now you're by yourself. Three, two, one. What is up, everybody? You are listening. You are watching to the Constant Elevation Podcast. I am your host, Gabe Rock. Hope you're doing well on this June. Uh, actually, yeah, June. Uh, I don't know why I had a second guess exactly what month we're in. Um, crazy, just to think about it, just for jump, jumping into something in my emotions. Arden, we're going to have a 19-year-old daughter. Her birthday's on the 17th of June. That is ridiculous. Um, Lana's going to be out in Arizona, and so just kind of, uh, we have some special things, uh, well, a thing we're going to get for her for her birthday. It's nothing, anything spectacular. I don't think she listens to this podcast anyway, so uh, spoiler. So she has a, um, she loves, uh, if you go to like Target or some kind of like um, a Hallmark kind of store, she really likes these bougie, like um, they're called, the brand is Papyrus. It's a greeting card, right? So you have Hallmark cards, but then Papyrus is like a $8 card, but like she, it comes with its own like envelope and a special sticker and stuff like that and so but she's art, artsy fartsy like that and so i don't mind it so we're gonna get her one of those special birthday cards um uh for her birthday and so yeah but just weird to think that i have a, we're gonna have a 19 year old um uh in the family it's just it's weird to think about it but i digress i uh, hope you guys are being safe out here if you're in virginia yesterday was so today's thursday and um on Wednesday, we started feeling. I didn't realize that the uh, all the fires that's happening up in Canada um, uh, were going to affect us here, and we're in the Mid Atlantic, right? And I started seeing. I thought someone was joking when I said, "What's up with the weird air quality today?" They're like, "Oh, Canada fire." So I was like, "Are you making a joke or not?" And it's like, "Oh no, this is for real." I started seeing social media some of the um, the crazy kind of clouds and all this kind of stuff, especially like New York and and some of those areas. It's just a huge uh, air quality problem. So I hope everyone is safe on the um, upper uh, east coast of the United States, and especially. In North America, I'll just say, just staying safe out there. And uh, yeah, I just didn't realize that stuff was going on because uh, it's been busy, <laughs> as always busy here at uh, um, here in Langley um, and even just in the gym. A lot of good stuff happening, but it's just always, always busy. And so uh, I, I try and keep myself grounded in everything that's going on and try and make sure I you know, maintain my health, maintain our uh, uh, contacts my, with, the, with the fam and just staying mentally ready. Um, but uh, yeah, it's always busy here. So uh, jumping right into uh, this week's topic. Um, so I'm going to be a self-prescribed and self-diagnosed disruptive leader. Okay. And I think that's mainly because just kind of my personality, right? Um, there is a, my filter has, has worn off a long time ago. Um, I've worn my, and that's good or bad, depending on how you're, how you're going to think about it. Um, I tend to wear my emotions on my sleeve as well. I don't have a good poker face anymore because if something is just kind of odd or off, or I feel like a certain way about a certain subject, I'm probably going to say something out loud. I will always do it professionally, obviously. And I know when to like, you know, uh, pop off in public or maybe have a, a, a more um, um, specific conversation in private. But a lot of times just when I recognize something that I want to either help or I think we're, we're headed down the wrong path or um, maybe I need more time to think about it, I, will, I do not hesitate to kind of share my thoughts. So um, sometimes that approach can be disruptive for, when I say a disruptive leader, it's really disruptive to the organization that you happen to be a part of, right? And so what I want to talk about this week was kind of the pros and cons of uh, a disruptive leader and really and ending it with some some recommendations as far as if this if some of these topic or these uh, um, 
characteristics uh, are starting to dent- you kind of see yourself uh, filling in that. It's not a good or bad thing. It's going to give you some cautionary items to kind of think about and, and help sharpen your approach if you are a disruptive leader. So I'm going to start off with the the cons. I think that's probably most of maybe the um, uh, most prevalent in my mind, um, mainly just because I, I want to make sure that I address those pieces and kind of end it positively, right? And so uh, cons of a disruptive leader. So one of them is the um, that idea of sometimes your energy and your um, perspective could be um, interpreted for other nefarious uses. Nefarious is a strong word, but like potentially, so say you're new to an organization and or you're approaching a problem and maybe you're uh, um, included in a, a new project or you're lead uh, um, OPR for something and your perspective is is uh, you start to kind of notice some things like, all right, cool, and you start moving fast. Uh, disruption tends to be a little bit more um, uh, faster on the pace scale. And so you start seeing things like, all right, cool, I wanna do X, Y, Z, I wanna move out on this place and just kind of go you know, rapid fire, rapid, rapid fire, of your ideas and a lot of people are like yeah, yeah yeah and it could be really good ideas don't get me wrong um but potentially you're going so fast that maybe your words starts to get um into an interpretation game to where other people don't necessarily align to what your original vision is but they think they are because they know uh, they they heard kind of like 40 percent of what you were saying but maybe the last 60 percent was so vitally important but they stopped listening because they were just so excited it's not their own fault per se maybe they're just so motivated and excited to want to move out that they forget to hear some of the details that are important to um uh, the initiative you're working on so so one of those things I think about is if your ideas are not distinctly written down that in in this season within the last year or something like that I've been freaking uh, write that shit down all day because I think it's it's a it's a drill to make sure that can you precisely write down your uh your diatribe in your head if you just keep on talking can you shrink it down to something concise that way people can quickly understand it and then also um there's no more room for interpretation. So a disruptive leader may have the right ideas, but if you don't articulate it correctly and make sure that people are unified in effort, then potentially you're going to be disrupt- disrupted for a negative reason. So if you can't, if you're moving so fast, yet you don't have your ideas written down, that could be a really, really bad thing as a disruptive leader because you're actually introducing more chaos than positive change. So you want to try and avoid that, right? And so um, disruptive leaders, while the intention is still good, and I, I, w- I will imagine that it's always going to be good, good but the execution is going to be kind of weird and mainly because you are moving so fast you're you're not letting your teammates catch up to you because you're just so excited and motivated to want to move forward so make sure you take the time to write down your thoughts and make sure that they get battle tested right maybe like the the planning factors in your head you actually aren't aware of everything and so some of your ideas may not even survive contact because there's something that's preventing from you from doing that but you're so excited moving forward that you're not basing some of your progress in reality so that speed of a disruptive leader can be deceptive so just make sure you watch yourself uh, the other piece i believe that's going to be a con for a disruptive leader would be the um i heard a, a, another general officer talk about it today it was uh change fatigue change fatigue so what that means is is say you are you're introducing so many brand new things to a team that it's hard for them to catch up to everything that you're trying to throw down right and so like there is a hey i want to change this over here let's kind of reorganize this piece and it ends up becoming um i find myself very uh maybe because i'm getting older it's very difficult for me to multitask i kind of i'm, I'm growing to end up being a single thread focused leader because i just need to stare at one problem that way i can dedicate all of my energy towards that and then deliver a high quality product if you start to kind of spread out some of the energy because you're, again, 
I'll keep on calling it positive uh, influence on an organization, positively intended influence anyway. Yet the execution of it gets kind of wonky. You could be spreading the, the the team too thin because they're unable to focus on something because there's so many things changing at once. It's hard for them to make progress and get um, kind of settle in on some of the change and be comfortable with it and get onto the another one and then another one and another one. So potentially your again speed might be uh, uh, a um, working against you because the team cannot keep up with you. And you, it's not going to be a good idea if you're the leader, if you're uh, leading out from the front, but you're creating so much change that no one can keep up with you. And now you're by yourself. It's not really a good, that's not a good look as a leader, right? You want to make sure your team is, is staying pace with you and they are, um, you know, giving you the left and right rumble strips as far as these are the parameters that we can work in. And, you know, potentially the leader has to kind of get them outside of the box and, and feel uncomfortable in certain situations of where, what they think they can and can't do or what they believe they may or may not be able to do. Those are really, really good points for a disruptive leader. Be like, no, 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 you can actually make the, I'm giving you top cover. I'm telling you right now, you can make those changes. Oh, okay. So maybe those multiple things you're working on at once are not as hard, but just be cautious as far as introducing too much change because your team can reach some change fatigue and then you're actually making no progress. And, and that could be detrimental to the team. Hey, what's up team? This is Gabriel, Gabe Rock Avila. Leading in the modern military across multiple generations takes a constantly evolving set of skills to ensure no one is left behind. Being selected to serve as a squadron commander in the Air Force is potentially the greatest level of influence you can have on people that will last for the rest of their career. My new book, No Pressure, provides practical advice and reality-tested recommendations to leaders on how you can successfully serve across your command tour and be the inspirational leader everyone needs you to be. Be inspired at any echelon within your unit to not be another cog in the machine and be the leader you've always wanted to follow. You can buy your copy of No Pressure at ConstantElevation.co, Amazon, or Barnes & Noble to include the ebook versions. Don't wait for the future. Define the future. So moving into this positive size of a disruptive leader. So uh, the probably the most obvious one is you're breaking down potentially old established habits that just don't need, they're not no longer applicable. You've already heard, um, I've heard senior leaders all the time where they say they go into an organization and they ask why something is done like that. Like, well, that's just the, always the way we've done it. That is the most unsatisfying answer ever. Like that's your, that means you're just going into autopilot and not thinking about it anymore. You can actually articulate why the, the process that you're supporting actually is the way to get the work done. And so um, potentially your energy, a disruptive leader is needed to kind of break, break those old habits, break those things that need to be changed because um, no one else is noticing it. I think, uh, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of people will think that, well, if I'm not getting yelled at, I'm doing a good job. No. That, that's not that, that that's a weird that's like a that's a half-ass way of looking at a pro, uh, of your your responsibility you should be looking for feedback positive or negative right obviously everybody likes positive feedback but if you get negative feedback and i get a lot of it i get a lot of people telling me i could do my job better part of me isn't managing my emotions and trying to make sure that like they're 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 giving me feedback don't take it personally i try not to i, mean, I I'm a human, and so I try not to. But that idea of they're telling you just a dissatisfaction, and somewhere in there, if you can remove their emotional and ego kind of, um, um, of what they're talking about, there's probably something that you want to um, take action on. And that can be a positive change. And so um, just be open to that idea of you're going to be a disruptive leader. Find those opportunities to be like, no, it's okay. We can do something different. Let's let's advance the ball a little bit forward and let's try something new. And that goes into the second piece is more than likely a disruptive leader, when you bring something up, spoiler, it is not a uniquely idea only to you. There's probably a few people already in the organization or we're like, 
I've been thinking about, I've been saying that for the last like two months or something like that. In other words, you have buy-in already from some, uh, some of the people in your organization. So you should be leveraging that energy to your advantage, right? And to bring, get the buy-in from them. Be like, yeah, just kind of, um, let them understand that, like, especially if you're in a leadership position to where you can actually um, kind of set the conditions for those good ideas and those those things to to make organizational change happen. Let them fly, like get out of empower them and get and get out of their way, because arguably they probably especially if you're brand new to an organization, they already know the ins and outs of what are the where are the problem areas that like what might prevent your the good idea from taking fruition. So use your powers for good and figure out ways that you can give them top cover and being like, all right, cool, I'll take care of those things. I need you to kind of help just keep on moving forward, but I'll address the, the problem areas. And now you're working together as a team and that disruptive change can be really, really uh, good. And so um, that's just kind of just leveraging the ideas. Again, I, like, I think a lot of people would love to say that, like, well, I'm the only one that thought about that. You're not get out of here you're not there's there's like anything just like trends like certain things that happen they just come around we've we for us who've been around the block in the air force before for you know as long as i've been in we've encountered some of these problems before so the solution is probably something that's already been figured out it may look a little bit different from the previous version but i bet you the principles uh, uh align the same so why don't we just take actually uh learn from those lessons and don't just make them learning them, making them lessons applied, right? Making making sure that you don't repeat the same mistakes from the past and use your disruptive energy for good because that's what people are looking for, right? So that's what I want to talk about this week. It was on my mind as far as just kind of uh, um, as being, like I said, a self-diagnosed disruptive leader. Um, I need to make sure that I'm using my powers for good. And while my my intent may be well uh, placed, I have to make sure my execution does not screw it up. And um, sometimes that does mean slowing down. One of my former teammates, she always told me, she's like, when I, I was may or may not have been known as a hold my beer guy because I just like to move fast. And she's like, hey, sir, at your level, you may need to slow down a little. Put the beer back in your hand because you want to make sure the rest of the team is giving is helping build the most uh, the the most optimal solution that way we can move forward together as a team and you're not just Leroy Jen- Jenkins in out there by yourself so team like i said i hope that uh, um this these uh, words and everything i share with you on content elevation ends up becoming and help you rise to your uh, full potential um, if you if you have not already liked and subscribed to the channel please do so uh, the podcast you can always hit up constantelevation.co to keep up with some of our um the the show notes and some of our previous content and um yeah i'm looking forward to continue to just release this leadership content for all kinds of different subject matters if you have any uh recommendations you can hit me up in the social medias or reach out to me by email or whatever, and I'm happy to address those pieces. But uh, yeah, it's a exciting times. It's a it's always busy, but uh, um, making sure you take care of yourself is going to be very very important. And also just managing your own energy. Um, I'm never I, I do b- truly believe we all of us have the right positive intent. We just have to work on the execution, and that goes uh, across all multiple levels of organization. So, team, uh, thanks again for tuning in this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Constant Elevation. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. Visit our site at constantelevation.co. Find and follow us on Facebook at constantelevation.co. And like and follow me on Instagram at at gaybrock01. As always, don't wait for the future. Define the future.